0: Welcome back to the Eurovision Rewind podcast. This week, it's the second part of the first Eurovision. That's 1956 part two. If you haven't already listened to the first half of our 1956 coverage, you can do so in this very same podcast feed or on our website, vocupcomer.com. There's a full archive there. So like catch up before you jump into the middle of this one, because it starts right in the middle. You know, like that's not, that's, that's not the start, but
1: this bit starts right now. Okay, so we've made our first lap. Now we're going around <laughs> for a second time. Going back to the Netherlands, this time with Corey Brocken and the song Vorhut Vorbey. Vorhut <laughs>
0: Vorbei.
1: Oh, but um, back to Girl Power, Fun Fact Fjord.
0: Oh, awesome. Welcome to the Fun Fact Fjord.
1: So Corey Brocken quit music in 1973 to study law. She became a lawyer and later a judge in the Netherlands. And also, she hosted the 1976 Eurovision Song Contest, that was held um, in the Netherlands after uh, "Ding a Dong" by Teachin' One that we talked oh, about.
2: Yeah. What an icon!
1: Yeah, iconic. So she hosted the she hosted Eurovision after she had already become a lawyer, after she started studying Long quit music. That's you know, neat. Least. That is very neat. Yeah.
2: yeah. Dude, go her.
1: Uh, I wish her song was better. Not gonna lie. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought this was for you like or, or actually it might not have been France but I think one of you said that France was like very like middle of the road for you yeah that was Milan. that was Milan. I think that this one is the most middle of the road for me just because it's well maybe it kind of trends towards the bottom because of how unremarkable it is but like if there was a world where there were like or, or, no that's not the way to say that if, if we had like a contest that had like an equal amount of like good songs and bad songs this would be the middle just because it's not really either but in the context of this year it's bad because all the other songs are quite good um i said that this was very sleepy and that it dragged and that it sort of sounds like sitcom transition music at at parts but um yeah that's all i really have to say
2: yeah i I, I forget what song you were referring to uh jonathan um but there was one where you said uh, the voice kind of saved the song for you, and I feel like Didn't for me. Did you say that about Luxembourg? No, 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 no. I said, in that case, the voice fit the song. You were, you said there was one that like wouldn't have stood out to you, or would have been actively bad if her voice was not so good. I think something like that. To me, in this case, uh, the, her ability to sing. Saved the song. It was... She sounded kind of like a big band singer. You know? Like mm-hmm. a... Yeah. A female crooner, I guess. Maybe that's a different one that I'm thinking of. But um, she, I, I quite enjoyed her voice. She was lacking any significant uh, backing instrumentation.
0: Yeah. I, I wrote down that this song had a shocking lack of percussion. Like there was very, there was none there was no percussion there was very little high end like it's in desperate need of some castanets or something <laughs> um the 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 backing track really let this one down cuz it like it it could not it, it wasn't going to be a great song but it would have been a much better song um and it's currently sitting in second last for me uh, just cause like it, there, it, it was just very lacking Um, I also couldn't tell if it was a march or not <laughs> cause there are some bits where it's like hey this is a march and then there are some bits where this is like a da, da 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 and I couldn't tell which one it was and it was bugging me um yeah so I was not a fan of this one
2: this isn't the winner for me either but I didn't hate it as much as you guys do I yeah I, I like it. I don't like the backing instrumentation like I've mentioned and like Alice has touched on in better words, but I I I thought her voice was quite something. I thought she was able to save this song from unrecognizability.
1: Yeah. To an extent, um I'm
2: okay with this being <laughs> in like the the bottom half.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think we're done with that one. So yeah. That means we're on song number nine, which is Refrain by Liz Asia from Switzerland. And before we do that, Fun Fact Fjord. Welcome
0: to the Fun Fact Fjord.
1: Uh, she attempted to represent Switzerland at Eurovision in 2011 and 2012. Whoa. 2011 Whoa. as a soloist and 2012 um, with a Swiss rap group called New Jack. Oh, oh my God no And we're listening to that song after we have to because it is iconic because okay. it is a like 90 year old Swiss woman singing a song <laughs> with like a bunch of rappers. It's what the incredible
2: fuck? that's not what I was expecting to hear today certainly I mean she's crossing genres she's doing she's doing the most she's doing everything she is
1: doing the most um and speaking of doing the most, this song is lovely. <laughs>
0: du ciel, parfum de mes vingt ans,
1: Un jardin plein de soleil où je courais enfants Like, I said that like the Netherlands song, the first one, was lovely. This one is, like, it, uh, it, it's, it,
2: it's, it's very... It's very, uh, so pleasing to hear. Like, yes. it makes my ears feel warm yes. and loved.
1: <laughs> yes, love is a really good word because it's so it's so, like, romantic sounding. I think that it has really good levels, which is something that a lot of these songs didn't have. The vocal harmonies were beautiful. The vocals were soaring. Um, and also, like, um I said this with the first Netherlands song again, that um, the inflection of her voice makes it seem like she's telling a story, which endears you to the song even more. Um, and I, yeah, it's super engaging. It gives, it makes a good vibe. It, it like, I, I, I'm at like a loss for words. I don't know. It's just a really sweet song, but not like sweet in a dismissive way, like sweet in a genuine, like, yeah. Um the word that I
0: kept writing down in my notes was proper. Like this is a proper song. This has got a this has got a proper chorus. Like that that it's a, it's a tune. Um and it it sounds great too. Like the 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 quality of the recording on the show is is spotty, I would say. It's like up and down, which is to be expected for a at this point almost 70 year old recording but this one like sounded good she sounded good particularly when the chorus was in it was like a nice full sound the backup vocalists are back but they're way less cheesy than they were earlier this is a good song also i thought the start of it sounded like the um like the beginning of an overture over credits at the start of a movie yes
2: Oh yeah oh yes 100 percent. it was very like sound of music yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah
2: i i also noted that this could very well be in the intro or end credits of a movie mm. or in like the final scene you know where two people fall in love and it's beautiful yeah um this is i don't want to say hands down but this is definitely my my winner
1: <gasps> yes do you think it's gonna I don't know be... what
2: reaction y'all are having to you guys kind of cut out for a second? There. Oh sorry
1: um I'm happy about that. Do you think it's gonna be the winner or just yours?
2: I think it's I think it's this and Luxembourg's a side <laughs> are I don't know why I'm talking about that like it's a cassette. Um, <laughs> they are like head to head for first place for mm-hmm. me.
1: I like the way you think.
0: Yeah, I've got this in my top two as well. They're somewhat interchangeable. I have this at number two because I personally liked
1: the other one more. But it's still up there. I love to hear that. I really do. And unfortunately, we have to move on. Yeah. And we're going to... actually feel
2: you know, bad that we've talked about it for so little because it's just so good. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah. Not yeah. much to... They're, yeah, they're actually, oh, we haven't really talked about her voice yet. Her voice, I thought, was very impressive. It's very velvety. Yeah, and I think that like it's not like a super uh, like like Mariah Carey vocal range moments type of song, but like I think that her voice is just like so strong and like beautiful and velvety and silky and like. Uh,
2: I think my one and only critique, and it's it's not even a critique. It's just something that I think would be fun. Is that this song does not have enough accordion
1: presence <gasps> that would have made it so tacky <laughs>
2: very very possibly that is true yeah but...
0: I, I i i can i think it's good as is i, I don't think it yeah. needs an accordion it's really good <laughs> it's really good yeah oh quick question for jonathan was the three minute rule in effect here no okay some of these were yeah i know it wasn't um yeah because i wasn't counting but this one felt like oh this feels a little longer yeah and it felt
1: longer like not necessarily a bad way yeah yeah. it didn't drag but it just felt longer yeah for like a lot of the the first few songs that were um slower it felt like those felt long in kind of a bad way this song felt long in like a kind of like complete satisfying way yeah absolutely
2: i mean this could have been like played twice and i'd be happy to hear it end to end
1: Mm. so i think it's unfortunately time to move on for real this time um, up next we have song number 10, which is le plus, le plus beau jour de ma vie by Moni Marc from Belgium. I think it's hilarious that we go from I want to drown myself into the river to the most beautiful day of my life (laughs) Oh Belgium
2: I read to you my notes Yeah, I wish you would because
1: I'm excited about this
2: We've already had a ding dong song in Eurovision. <laughs> oh, that too. Yes, You've yeah, had two. That's all I had to say about one. <laughs> the intro to this, like the first, I don't know if it's a piano, whatever instrument it is. Um, it's not like just because I'm misremembering, it could very well be strings. Sounds exactly, exactly identical. Like the Perry. No, Com- no. Nope. Yeah, the Perry Como version of "It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas."
1: and similarly to italy it's not like oh it kind of sounds like it's a variation whatever like it sounds like the same notes the same key everything it's so weird
2: when did did perry como come out with that i don't know i don't know either i wonder if he stole it from this maybe i don't know because if you listen to the uh bing crosby version of it's beginning to look a lot like christmas it does not have that same intro i don't know which came first
1: yeah, other than that, I didn't find a whole lot um, to to say about.
0: Yeah, party. you can this, the, the whole thing, it did, it, it was very, it didn't give it, it didn't build up any momentum at any point. It was just like, it was super plotting. it felt to me. Like, there's, it's just like, it didn't do anything, it didn't pay off anything, it didn't build up anything. Also, her voice is kind of weird. Like it, it feel. I feel like it yeah. changes tonality a couple times. Mm-hmm. Also, ding dong.
2: Ding dong. Ding. Not not a fan dong. of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had this. Uh, I wrote down Belgium A on my list twice. This is the one I have second last. This was not good. Wait, did you say that the? Did you say that the first one was? The first one I have in tenth. Right, okay, yeah. This one I have in second last. And then Netherlands B I have in twelfth. Because I misread my list. Oh, okay. But yeah, this this was not good.
1: Yeah, similarly to the Netherlands B, this was pretty one note. And also, I'm just going to propose something. I think that the only country that can sing a song about Ding Dong is Netherlands. Netherlands.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm triggered. Oh...
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. That song, this was this was the other one of the two that i did not fully enjoy yeah. uh i would say i didn't enjoy it you know what that's a little bit harsh but i'll, I'll go out and say that right now i'm gonna say it um <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah this ranks either last or second last it's really a toss-up between this and germany's a side for me oh wow okay that was the other one that i didn't I didn't like. Right, I remember, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think then it is time. Speaking of Germany, great segue. We're going on to song number 11, which is So Get Das Jede Nacht by Freddie Quinn from Germany. And before we get into the song, we're going to Fun Fact Fjord. That's right.
0: Welcome to the Fun Fact Fjord.
1: This guy lived a wild life, he was born in Austria. But he spent some of his childhood in Morgantown, West Virginia, which is where his father lived. He ended up going back to Austria. But during the war, he convinced U.S. soldiers that he was like a... Amer- I was going to say Native American. That's not what I mean. But like a from America person. Um, and yeah. he was... <laughs> so then the troops allowed him passage on one of the U.S. Marine vessels to the States. And he was going to go live with his dad after that. But... Once he got there, he found out that his father died. So when he got to Ellis Island, they have to send him back, which oh man, is sad. Um, two more things. He is considered one of the original Schlager singers. Schlager. Yes, along with Udo Jürgens, He's also a very big <laughs> schla- name in Schlager. Um, and this song, for some reason, was very popular in Japan, and it was recorded in Japanese.
2: Whoa. Did I hear that right? You said Japan, right?
1: Japan.
2: That's, that's kind of crazy to me.
1: It is weird um, because the song is very uh, American, I feel like. Yeah, this was like jazz. Yeah, I think you can. I mean, I don't really know if like the like however many years he spent in america like really like created a formative experience for him but you can tell that he has like an american influence for sure
0: yeah this like i was listening to this and then i okay so i have no clue how contemporary this was at the time
1: i well i think it was contemporary because i think this was more similar to like rock and roll rather than jazz yeah
0: it's like it's It's It's, like half and half. I feel like like
1: between jazz and like rockabilly almost. Yeah, and I feel like yeah, I feel like this has contemporary like enough rock elements that it's contemporary for the '50s. It's like and also in general like that type of jazz wasn't really mainstream until pretty recent to this point.
2: I think this. I think this fits swing more closely than jazz.
1: I just yeah. I just figured out what this
0: reminds me of. It's Jump, Jive, and Whale which also came out in 1956. So there you go. Is that the song that plays at the uh, end credits of Clue movie? It's been too long since I've seen the Clue movie. Uh, you didn't watch
2: that with us last year?
0: I did, yeah. That was the last um, time I watched it. I've seen it a couple times. I, hold on. Wait,
2: like the original Clue movie? Yes. Like a really old one? Yeah. I have no... I watched that with my family separately from you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That movie is iconic.
2: Wait, let me. That movie movie. is wild. Should we do? Never mind. I'm gonna say a movie review podcast, but that sounds like a a fair, fair bit.
1: Yeah, I think that's the song they play at the end of Clue. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, this song
2: sounds like that. I loved the orchestration for this song.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
2: It was big. It was fun. It was moving. And not moving, like, emotionally moving, like you got your feet tapping kind of thing. Browsing. Um, Yeah, that's a better word for it. Thank you. I I wasn't a a huge fan of his voice in particular. And uh, from a writing perspective, it sounded like he would kind of stumble over himself and try and rush to get syllables into a line. Um, I do not think that distracts from the song, though, which is... Kind of weird, I think. But I I, I thoroughly like this one. Um, definitely the orchestration is what is what carried this through for me.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I have this ranked at third. I think it could stand to drop down a couple spots from that. Uh, but, yeah. Um, what I will say, this is the one that I was thinking about earlier when we were talking about successfully singing quickly. Because I think he... I'm not sure if it's him or I'm not sure if it's German. I was just about to say, I think that the problem is that this should be in English. Yeah. It's really weird to hear this sort of music in German. Yeah. Because I've never heard it before and it's very different and kind of an unwieldy language to get around, it sounds like. Right. And I couldn't quite tell if that was him or if it was German itself, but it was like there was something that was preventing him from going as quickly as he needed to for it to Mm. fully work. But that said, aside from that, I really liked this one.
2: Talk about um, North Virginia Heritage. Uh, he released a he released an 89 album called It's Country Time.
1: In which oh.
0: Is, I most, hope it's in German.
2: 13 of the songs are in German. What? And oh, the yeah. remaining seven are in English. Oh <laughs> my insane. God.
0: Drop Drop a link for that, please.
2: Uh, Here are the... Here are some of the songs in English. Oh My Darling Clementine. Very okay. nice. The classic. Aww. Carry Me Back to Old Virginia. Oh. And then the uh, conclusion track to this entire album, It's Country Time 1989 by Freddie Quinn. Older men make better lovers. <laughs>
1: also like i love the image of an elderly man singing oh my darling clementine in german yeah he also
2: has a version of it in german by the way
1: yeah
0: oh wow that's that's great but yeah i thought yeah good song he's wearing a new york
2: yankees hat on him like that's i just uh, uh, freddie quinn is quite the character he's a (laughs) (laughs) he's not country (laughs) oh uh (laughs) Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm a big fan of this song Same. Top 5, personally Ooh, yes.
1: yeah. Do you think this has Winner potential or not?
2: No, I, not compared like, to Refrain Or or Luxembourg's ne Quoi Pas.
0: Yeah, I think Luxembourg A And Switzerland B, it's gotta be one of those two um, But this is High ranking outside of that mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so we're on the sec third to last Song, which is Il est là by Danny Duberson From France
2: Ma
0: ville est là aussitôt que je le fuis, il est là Je veux faire, j'ai beau lire, Je ne vois que son sourire Qui toujours semble me dire Je suis là, je suis là Accroché dans tous mes rêves, il est là Et me poursuivant en son rêve, il est là Il a le pouvoir du diable Qui règne sur ses semblables Mais quel pouvoir formidable Il est là, il est là
2: J'ai tout tenté pour l'oublier
0: Would you look at that? France too. It's France, but fast. But yeah, speaking of fast, I just tapped it out. This song is at 150 BPMs. That's That's, very fast. That's very fast. At least the fast bit is at 150. I think it fluctuates a little bit. But um, yeah, this was quick. But there's something that doesn't quite click for me. I don't know what it is. But it's just like it's not
2: quite all there. I agree with you. I I like the speed, the intro sound. I don't know if any of you know Sam and Max.
0: I've which are heard like the a name.
2: I freelance heard police sport. Yeah, something like that. Um, this kind of reminded me of uh, the soundtrack to that video game from I think 2006 or something, which is <laughs> very weird because I've only yeah. ever seen that video game once in my cousin's house when I was a young child. So the fact that this song reminded me of that was odd for sure. Um, there were also kind of some like, eh, I don't want to say Lego Star Wars vibes in the intro. Um, anyway, okay, this could be in a video game soundtrack is I guess what I'm trying to say. However, guess so. it was too frantic. To kind of hold its own, I think it was. It, it kind of become became unravelled over the course of the performance, and that's what didn't click for me. Hmm. There was a lot of drama to it and uh, flavor, I guess you could say, but not in a an entirely coherent way all the way through. Hmm.
1: I didn't really get that. I. I. I thought that this had more control, I think, than you did. Also, side note, when you said, um, Sam and Max, my mind instantly went to Max and Ruby, (laughs) which I am familiar with. But then I was...
2: Max is a rabbit in both of these, uh, cases. Oh, interesting.
1: But then I was like, oh, wait, no. And then my mind went to the claymation movie, uh, Max and Mary. Oh.
2: Um... I don't think I've heard of that.
1: So basically, um, I hear what I want to hear, um... but um yeah no i thought the song was i think that in theory this should be at a disadvantage being in the same contest as luxembourg a song but i feel like this definitely isn't better but i don't know if it's worse i think they're very similar but at the same time i don't it's hard to determine that this one is worse for me because i think that i probably enjoyed luxembourg's song more but it's different because I think that her voice is different. I think that the control is different. Um, I think this one was a little bit more like jazzier and freer and like kind of like sexier than the Luxembourg song was, but um, still very similar in feel for me.
2: That is a surprising use of phrasing, I would say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had this in
2: eighth. Oh, that feels right to me.
1: That seems low, personally. I don't know what is this ellis is putting all of like the slow songs at the top and then like one of the few I fast know. songs no uh, my top three
0: are fast 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 oh,
1: that's slow spoken word fast slow that's true fast. i guess
2: i'm just like still mad about france but i guess i have to get over it <laughs> <laughs> the, i think i think is. this song if this song could be like remixed and remastered i think it could have I think this could be amazing, but like yeah. something about it is just off enough yeah, I'm that it that doesn't way. quite, it doesn't quite sit well with me. Yeah. It's a little bit anxiety inducing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what?
0: I, I don't know. I accidentally listened to extra tone before, well, like falling asleep last night. So my perspective of anxiety inducing music
1: is a bit skewed at the moment. So this doesn't have winter potential for you. Yeah. Nope. Nope, okay. Second to last song of the night, Luxembourg, Song B, which is also by Michel Arnaud, Les Amants de Minuit. Les Amants
0: de Minuit, par hasard, se rencontre, par hasard, se rencontre, et quant à ce qui suit, le bonheur où C'est la
2: nuit au café long d'une avenue et
1: puis les jeux sont
0: Pas Um Just like before this we talk about any of this it starts out and like the first five seconds of it are fully the star spangled banner
1: wait what uh, oh i did not notice that. i didn't notice that either wait can you play it right now
0: yeah 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 it uh
1: <laughs>
0: it's at in... the home <laughs> yeah <of> exactly <laughs> And so that threw me way the fuck off. Wait, that's weird. I didn't notice that. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't think you heard that, Milan, Sorry, but
2: I'm listening to it now on my own.
0: Yeah, it's just like the very start of it. So that was <laughs> weird. And then that, and then the actual song happened. And I was like, oh, cool. That's some snoozy chanson. I thought it was very respectable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a very upstanding citizen of the song. Mm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> very that. She took us. She took us to the Medicine. club. She took us to the dance floor with Nkwapa. And for this one, she was taking us to. I was gonna say taking I, us to church. I don't think she was doing that. I
0: forgot it was the same person. That's weird. What would you say, Melon?
1: Community
2: service, maybe. Yeah, community <laughs>
1: service or like, um like, like Episcopal congregation.
2: Yeah, yeah. This is, this is very upstanding citizen, but not good Samaritan, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. This is like white Anglo-Saxon
1: Protestant. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, in In Nekopa, her voice made the song what it was in a great way. In this one, I think it, uh, kind of the roughness of it, Combined with the tendency of the instrumentals to dip too far into these bass ranges, so that the recording kind of like it couldn't quite pick them up accurately, made it feel like you know I don't know what it was like to listen to this live or if anybody even did listen to this live, but if it was all recorded, I would say that this was not the song to send to Eurovision, Um, just because of technological constraints at the time. I I do not think it was able to properly shine um but even then i don't think it really does shine in any way yeah i'm with you yeah i'm giving the opportunity it could have been better but it would it would still not be great yeah
0: yeah Mm. yes um not to make Jonathan Storm out of the room, but I I did write down, see, this is just not as good as France A. Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> Are you
1: joking?
2: Uh, I disagree with that. This is, this is better than France A. It's this at least is more interesting. Percent.
1: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm really enjoying my unintentional agent of chaos in
1: this episode. <laughs> uh, uh, um, but um, I think a key phrase that I wrote in my notes is unremarkable, but not in a bothersome way.
2: Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I can get with it. This feels like a a seven to eight spot for me.
0: Hmm. Um I have this where do I have this? I have this in eleven
1: <laughs> Yeah. Seven spots lower than France. Party. Okay. <laughs> um so <laughs> we're moving on to the last song of the evening, which was Italy, and it was Amami Se Voi by Tonina Torrielli.
2: Piace tanto accarezzarti sugli occhi timi di baciarti. Ma non mi sento di giurarti se tu mi chiedi,
0: Eterno amor. Abbandoniamoci al destino.
1: This reminds me a lot of something, but I can't tell what. Like the intro I don't think so the beginning like the intro sounded a lot like something you know um but I thought this was very like this was silky smooth <laughs> Silky smooth yet flavorless like tofu no I thought this was really nice
0: <laughs> yeah no I, I that was harsh um I wrote down like this
1: is actually very good even if I slept through it yeah very that yeah I think it's kind of like the best like almost the best version of like a slow ballad that you can kind of get for like a 1956 yeah, yeah. context yeah yeah um or like a slow one note like ballad i should say because i think like switzerland's ballad was the best version of the this ballad that song yet
2: but ellis this song was almost four minutes long
1: oh okay yeah
2: Oh, whoa yeah, yeah. to me i thought her voice was nice but it kind of sounds like a lot of other kind of generic voices of the era yeah. um, but I really liked the uh, instrumentation Same. I thought it was very smooth very yeah. supple I guess you could call uh-huh. it um, good word Thank you <laughs> I... <laughs> this feels like a little bit of a diluted version of Switzerland's uh, B entry yeah 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 I have this
0: I have this in seventh and i think that is like a, just a, the perfect spot for it <laughs> not to toot my own horn but like it it, it feels like the, the gatekeeper to the top half to me yeah. where it's like all right this song is exactly good enough so that if you're better than this song then you're in the top half mhm yeah i
2: think it's slightly higher than that but i i don't disagree
1: okay yeah shery yeah Oh, I really liked um there was an there was a violin solo and then a clarinet solo, I think, and then like towards the end, which I thought were really fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those were neat.
2: Oh, Ellis. Yeah. That brings up a point you mentioned earlier that there were some songs that annoyed you because they went singing not singing singing again. Which yeah. you never brought that up. Oh, <laughs> I, it, I it was most one of them.
0: Not really. It was, the the one that I was thinking of most was the
1: first Switzerland one. Cause there was a lot of pause, but that's like, but like Germany's first song was like that more. So I feel
0: yeah. But Germany's first song was that was lack like, enough in other ways yeah, that true. it didn't make a difference.
1: That's true. It didn't disrupt like anything
0: can, because it, it, it flew in the face of flow. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: cannot easily define Germany's first entry. Definitely. Yeah. Does
0: that conclude our thoughts? I think it does. I think that's. I think that concludes our thoughts on the contest. Yes. Wow.
2: 1956, first one ever. Yeah, Yeah. we did that. Pretty, pretty decent. Pretty decent contest. Very decent, I'd say. So. Eight out of ten, I think, as a whole. I would agree with that for sure.
1: So yeah, just going into it, we can't do our traditional "Who's gonna be first? Who's gonna be last?" But who's gonna be first? It's either the
0: first. It's either the first Luxembourg song or the second Switzerland song.
2: Uh, Ellis, do you want to take one? I can take the other. Sure, sounds good. Which one were you leaning to for first of the two? First Luxembourg. Okay, I'm happy to take Switzerland's
0: B entry. Sounds good.
1: Okay, so the moment of truth. Is that a drum roll? Yes, it is. (laughs) The winner is. Switzerland Song Who? Don't B Yeah Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh god <laughs> Like I
2: don't
1: <laughs> Like objectively that like is not that great Even if I liked it But, was, um, oh, man. but yeah so the first ever so, winner of the Eurovision Song Contest was Switzerland
2: Go Ruf-me Switzerland Asia. Go Liz Asia.
1: Our second Switzerland victory that we've covered so far
2: Dude Lots of girl power in this episode. I love it. Yes. great contest. Oh, I but just this... realized. Yes, Liz Assia sings her first song in German and then her second song in French. She's
1: multi-talented, and she comes back the next year and sings in Italian. Whoa! I think.
2: God. dude, polyglot. Is that what that word is? Yeah. yeah. So.
1: <laughs> but um, one thing I will say is that this win did not go without controversy. Oh. So we're bringing it to controversy corner controversy corner um so um the voting so what happened was was that each country sent two jury representatives to lugano and there's been a lot of speculation about what the voting process was a popular rumor is that each song was ranked on a scale of one to ten by each juror but that was not confirmed um and like i said all the juries all the countries sent a jury to lugano except for luxembourg they were not able to And because of this, the EBU allowed the Swiss jury to vote on behalf of Luxembourg.
0: Oh, that's some bullshit.
1: Which led people to believe that because at this time there was no rule about voting for your own country, that everyone voted for their own country except for Luxembourg, who voted for Switzerland because they were Switzerland. Interesting. This can't be confirmed because they've never gone public with the voting, probably because it wasn't documented. Um, But yeah, that's interesting. And I think that I would care more if I didn't like the swiss song and if it was like a song that i didn't think deserved to win yeah the swiss song is
0: a deserved victor i'd say
2: yeah i think the fact that we felt it was so close though or rather it could have been really a toss-up between this and luxembourg's and the first entry uh leads me to believe that perhaps a lot of fledgling eurovision song contest fans um may have taken
1: uh, offense at this <laughs> probably um do you want to know who's commonly believed to have gotten second place yeah germany's first song
2: Hell... oh my oh, god yeah.
1: um that's undeserved but i'm i love it <laughs> yeah and um in the book the complete and independent guide to the eurovision song contest hmm. um simon barkley the author Uh, Gave like a an allegedly official ranking of every song which is not substantiated at all, (laughs) but just for The sake of
2: it was just his own thing
1: (laughs) I think so it but uh, but he played it off as like oh, this is like the real thing But let me look it up really quick to see what it was just for So According to him First place with 13 points. I don't really know where that came from was Switzerland Switzerland B Second was uh, Germany A. Third was Netherlands A.
0: Whoa, okay. What? I feel yeah. like this is wrong.
1: What the fuck's in Well, I mean, it's not accurate, obviously. Um, Fourth place, or no, excuse me, third, nope. Fourth place was a tie for Switzerland A and Germany B. Oh, come on. Again, all alleged. And then there's like one, two three four five-way tie for sixth place with belgium a luxembourg a netherlands b uh luxembourg b and italy b wild and then two-way tie for 11th with belgium b and france b and then last place um two-way tie which was france a and italy a again th- these are not accurate these have not been c- confirmed by the ebu i don't really know where they came from also considering like it's
2: just kind of his personal ranking i mean it might have been it might have just been a misunderstanding i don't know
1: yeah clearly <laughs> um but yeah that's everything on the 1956 eurovision song contest i think we only have one more thing to do right
2: heck yeah
1: oh well we have like t- two more things to do we have to listen to uh List Asia's 2012 entry to Eurovision (laughs) but before that we have to decide on which year that we are doing next (laughs) 2000
2: 2000 I'm okay with that
1: sure a new millennium yes
2: Y2K the year
0: they stopped naming WrestleManias after the number of the Wrestlemania
1: that's confusing yeah
0: so WrestleMania, th- so there are two WrestleMania 1s? Well, no. There was WrestleMania 1... I can't remember if X7 and X8 were before or after 2000. 17 and 18 they called X7 and X8 for some stupid reason. And then they called it WrestleMania 2000.
1: Hmm. And then a couple
0: of years ago they stopped giving them numbers because Vince McMahon said, It makes us sound old, which is <laughs> stupid. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we're doing two thousand. Party. I'm excited. That sounds fun. That sounds
2: it, it sounds like peak trash or or truly no. amazing.
1: Two thousand one is peak trash. Ooh, okay. Oh
2: dang, my birth year.
1: <laughs> we could also do two thousand one, <laughs> but like two thousand one is like trash, but like not in an enjoyable way. This is my birth year, god damn it. Yeah.
2: Well, if you're I mean if your birth year is a good year for your origin, then I'm happy for you.
1: That's sure. not a passive aggressive <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I really like it the winner of 2001
2: okay I mean it's up to I think, you I
1: guess I think you would also like the winner of 2001 awesome are we doing 2001 or 2000 up to you guys no um, <laughs> or we could do what's, neither of those.
2: <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan
1: pick a year Um.
0: Uh, Jonathan's making frowny faces at his computer screen
2: I feel like let's just go 2000 and then we can do 2001 another time.
1: Have a I ball think so with too. It. I'm looking at 2000 and there's going to be more to talk about anyway, in terms of like controversy corner and like fun things. And 2000 is a fun year. I forgot about some of this stuff. So we will be doing Cheers. 2000 next week after lots of deliberation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's just about does it for our review, our rewind of the 1956 Eurovision Song Contest, the first ever and next week we will see you in the first ever Eurovision Song Contest of the 21st century, the new millennium. Hey. So, um, so yeah, I'm Jonathan. I'm Alice. And I'm Melon. And see you next time. Bye.
0: That's going to do it for the Eurovision Rewind podcast. Stick around after the plugs for a... Uh... A little, a little snippet of that song that we mentioned where she came back and was with the rap group. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so on Instagram at Eurovision underscore Rewind. You can follow us on Twitter at VocabGumbo. Uh, you can also check out our website, VocabGumbo.com, for a full archive of all the episodes of this and our other shows, as well as links to all the important stuff like our patreon which is patreon.com forward slash vocab gumbo if you want to help support the cost of the show kick us a couple bucks a month you know how it works we'll be back next week with our eurovision 2000 review uh check out this song Some will love and some will lose, and it all depends on you. And it's all in your head, everything's in your mind, all in your head, so listen to what you find. Where the fuck are
1: people, someone like you fucking right now? Let's get dirty, groove all night I wanna get really peace, ain't no more fight But I never wanna come, keep it blunted by the light Why you fucking my life, man, I do what I like I do the mic, listen, tell it what's right Listen to your heart and you'll be able to see that it's all.